1: What's up, friends? It is Best of the Eric Zane Shoe Podcast. Best of, it's Best of. Translation. I find things that I think are usable to be replayed again. You know, I do that. You know that uh, you never know when you're going to need a Best of show. But thank you so much for being here and checking it out. The show originates each and every, each and every day of the work week. From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Now's the season. You head up north and you do up north shit here in Michigan. Make sure you stop by Baldwin Ace Hardware. I think they they might have dipping Dots there. For sure popcorn. But uh, plenty of the stuff you find at an Ace Hardware, for God's sake. Show happens each and every day live on Twitch. Twitch.tv/slash Eric Zine live. Hit the follow button for at uh, to enjoy it live. 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, hit, the bell, or hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit the follow button. That way, it'll let you know when I'm live, and then you can just enjoy the show live as you're riding to work or doing whatever uh, you're you're doing there. If you can't wait for the audio podcast to be made available wherever you download podcasts, that that becomes the audio podcast. Uh, in addition to following on twitch please subscribe on twitch that helps your old pal eric zane thank you you can do it for free with your amazon prime account each and every month via a desktop or a laptop only Ooh, boy that sounded terrible follow me on facebook facebook.com slash eric zane fan page brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev twitter at eric zane show brought to you by blue frost it and youtube Follow me on YouTube, brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. You can tell my voice is fading. Hang on. Oh, boy. Okay. So here we go. Another best of show. Things went haywire for your old pal Eric Zane at the hockey game. Uh, Back when, during the COVID games, there was hardly any fans there. I had like five different jobs. It led to hilarity. Here you go. I feature this on the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Okay, last night was hockey night here in West Michigan. So we're doing the best we can in the American Hockey League. And uh, putting a product onto the ice. The product's fine. Uh, that That isn't the problem. The, uh, the problem is the pandemic. So, you know, you can only get 750 fans in there. Um, but out of all these 30-plus teams that are in the American Hockey League, just one... Just one decided to make a TV show out of the games. Now, any game you can watch on AHL.com. And it's just a, you know, a couple of cameras and you can hear the radio announcer piped in. Um, our guy, uh, uh Brandon decided to make it a little bit more of a show and worked out a deal with a local TV station. And, uh, you know, they tip me off early, early, on. They go, "Hey, we think you're going to be hosting the TV thing for the uh, for the Griffins, as opposed to what you normally would do—that is in arena public address." Okay, so uh, that's cool. I I really enjoy that. But um, you know, w- what I had done for like 15 years was in arena PA, so that was a, a shock to the handful of fans that come up there. That I am not in—I'm not doing PA anymore. Well, as it turns out, the team figured out, Brandon did, that um, I can do both. So, you know, when the TV show starts for the game, I'm there. I'm, I'm welcoming the fans. I'm saying, okay, and now we're going to turn it over to the broadcast crew to give you a preview of the game after this. So, you know, one of those type of deals. I'm like, I'm hosting. And I also have an a opportunity because I'm right at ice level. In fact, when the battles are in the corner in the Griffin's defensive zone for two of three periods, you can see me like high up staring down at the ice like I'm a uh, freaking goal judge uh, looking at the gameplay. Sometimes you'll catch me looking at my phone or uh, yawning or I don't know, whatever, Um, looking down at the ice. And then uh, I have to be ready because since I have an excellent vantage on that side of the ice, if something happens – I might make a comment that is heard on TV or it, cuz it goes out to the TV and it goes out to the radio as well. It's it's on both. So um Larry Figurski, Lurebo, and Mike they uh, their up their their uh, vantage is sometimes blocked on the um on the left side of the goaltender depending on where the puck is if there's a scrum in front of the net. So I'm I'm there doing the uh Pierre Maguire. Oh my god, you know, uh, adding Adding to it. So, like, a couple times during the game, there's a scrum for the puck. It starts bouncing. It clanks off the uh, off the post and something like that. And I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, guys, because they, they don't see it. I go, hit the post, hit the post. Zane, what did you see? Well, yeah, it was a scrum for the puck. Everyone is digging at it. it. Popped out of the goalie's glove. And the next thing you know, it's going in uh, towards the net. It's stopped only by the pipe. Bullet dodge for the home team. Something like that. You know, just shit like that. Real easy. Uh, and so that uh, is a regular thing so and then when um we need to pump up the crowd uh brandon says zane you're you're live in the house and that means people in the arena are going to hear me but not on the radio and not on the tv it's just a button okay so you press one button and i'm on tv and radio you press another button i'm not on tv and radio and i'm in the arena okay For some reason, Brandon was having trouble with the button mechanism that I was just telling you about. So during the game, uh, Dylan McElrath for the Griffins, who is arguably the uh, biggest, strongest, toughest player for sure in the American Hockey League, but also the National Hockey League. It is a bad day. If you, you have balls as big as church bells. If you get in the way of Dylan McElrath or you God forbid square off with him in a fight, you are in a really, really bad spot. I don't care who you are in the NHL. I don't care who you are. Definitely who you are in the American. They, oh my God, the American hockey league, they fight more than in the national hockey league. So, oh my God. and, McElrath is the nicest guy on the planet until the wires cross. And if they cross, he's, you know, like uh, when Mark Ruffalo plays the Hulk, you know, when he calms down, then he kind of, it takes forever for him to calm down. And then once he does, he kind of goes back to human form. That's McElrath. So wires crossed early. And the next thing you know, he's killing people. And he's pretty good at um, at at hip checking and uh, and clean, devastating hits. And he'll also punch you in the next week. So as more he keeps getting drawn penalties and he winds up in the box and Chicago is capitalizing. They're 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 a great team. Chicago's kicking the Griffins ass and McElrass getting more and more pissed off. He ended up, McArath ended up scoring the only goal for the Griffins on a pretty give and go, and he was on the forehand right in front of the goalie, uh, 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 Bebo, and then he went forehand and backhand and just top-shelf to actually a pretty damn uh, good play, good hands on that guy for a big dude. But he's just crushing people. And then at one point, he does exactly that, and then I go, Oh, he heard him. He heard him because the guy he hit for Chicago doesn't know where he is. You know, it's like, oh, he's just laying on the ice after McElrath hit him. And then I realized that when I said he hit him or he heard him, he heard him, I could hear a big echo when I when I said it because, oh, he heard him. He heard him. The whistle blows. Everybody's tending to the guy. And then the entire arena hears, oh, he heard him. He heard him. Because – I'm supposed to be on the radio and TV at that point, but Brandon hasn't hit the button. So it's to the arena. It doesn't, It. I, I don't think it. Oh fuck. So I'm like, I look back at Brandon and everybody, everybody in the arena looks at me like, what are you doing? What are you? What, you I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so I kind of gave Brandon the stink eye and I'm like, Hey man, you know, you got to, I know you got a lot on your plate, but I can't be live in the house because, you know, seriously, it's just it's it's embarrassing for me to be blathering on about something, thinking I'm on the radio and TV. When I mean there's two different voices. In Arena PA announcer is, and now, and now it's a Monday night in Grand Rapids. Let's play hockey you know that's 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 the thing and then you know TV radio voices oh my gosh guys yeah that was a bouncing puck right in front of it it was right in the crease there there was a scramble for it you know I'm I'm providing analysis and then sure enough like 15 minutes later Larry goes uh Zane what happened there our view was blocked. And sure enough, it happens again. Everybody in the arena hears, oh, yeah, Larry, uh, it was a bouncing puck. It was uh, like a Super Bowl there or a Super Bowl there. And my God, they were digging at it. And the puck popped up, hit the uh, upright, and just, uh, uh, thank God for the post, Larry. And this is heard throughout the arena. And I'm like, son of a bitch. This is not good. And uh, and then um, Larry acknowledges that he was – Zane, we love you whether you're heard in the house or with us when we're on the radio and TV. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then I actually go, yeah, we've – I wanted to say, yeah, it's all Brandon's fault. Uh, Brandon kept screwing that up. And, uh, in fact, I I should probably get Brandon on the phone right now. I wonder if he's up and around. Uh, Brandon is the guy who's in charge of everything, and he needs to be – because everybody was killing me i got i was getting emails from audience members i know tim uh reached out to me and he goes yeah uh it it's hilarious that you're you're on in the house and you're you're thinking that you're on the radio doing uh eric zane pa announcer voice uh, it's it was like all wonky there's no chance he's awake right now well, i don't know he has little ones so he might be this is the guy who pushes all of the buttons. This is all his fault. Damn it. You Brandon? No, Come on. So obviously, uh, that's a bummer that I couldn't get him. But uh, my God, that was that was terrible. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Tim D reached out to me and that, because I thought, oh, God, please. I, I hope nobody noticed. You should send the all of the incidents that you left your mic on to Carl from WATP uh, for cringe of the week fuck-ups. I wrote, oh, my God. And I said, believe it or not, not my fault. Tim follows up, you do an an awesome job. I know you hear this a lot, but it's worth repeating. Well, that's very, very kind. I appreciate it. But I, I felt like an idiot. Man. All right. So uh, the boys back at it. Um, Tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday and Thursday games. Tell you what, uh, when you actually have to watch the hockey game, it's I've it's it's worth repeating. When I would do just PA and didn't have to uh, do in-game commentary, if they come to me. Um i barely watched i'm so distracted i'm always there's constantly something going on it's a it's a totally different game but i'm all by myself i'm not surrounded by the other ice officials i'm not between the penalty box where the players are coming in and out when they're doing stupid shit i'm there by myself and i need to watch because if i don't know what the fuck is going on in the game first of all i can't contribute when larry comes to me second of all i have to narrate highlight packages uh, during the first and second intermission. So if I don't know names, I don't know what happened, I don't know if I'm, then I'd sound like a boom goes the dynamite idiot, which does happen from time to time if I don't know what's going on. But.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit Parker.com/slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
1: Quick break on the Eric Zane Show Podcast, the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast, to remind you that I'm on Patreon and I need you. If you enjoy the free podcast, please consider the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Eric Zane. A ton more material there. For you to check out online. I post every single day of the week. Virtually maybe maybe six days. There might be a d- one day that I don't. But hours and hours of material. Each and every week. For five or ten bucks a month on Patreon. Thank you so much. You've really helped breathe life into this show. I've got several sponsors that make this free podcast possible. Whether it's live or best of. Johnson Carpet One. Uh, discount Outlet. In Granville, Michigan, behind the Little Caesars. They are awesome. You're going to get flooring, no matter what type of flooring it is. Uh, Remnant, carpeted, oh, Jesus. Remnants. (laughs) Carpet the whole house, wall to wall, or uh, any type of flooring. Vinyl plank, tile, ceramic, you name it, they've got it. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. Have them be the first people you call. You will save money, I can promise you. Mention my name, save 10%. It's a discount outlet because they buy the stuff in massive quantities and then price it lower. They get it for a lower price, so you pay less for it. Uh, bust the budget. Well, I should say keep it under the budget at Johnson Carpet, one floor and home discount outlet. Granville, Michigan, behind Little Caesars. Ugly building, big savings. As you know, A&E, heating and cooling, Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. senor martinez and the gang want to be uh your go-to person for your furnace or your air conditioner get the ac tuned up for 79 bucks if you've gone years without this getting done and you're like i don't know if i've ever done this you then you haven't there's all sorts of shit on the outside of those little uh fins you know on your uh, unit that's outside of the house it's got like a it's got like a carpet on it from all that pollen and um uh, the, the, the shit that goes flying off from the dandelions, whatever. Anyway, that needs to be clean. It makes your AC work harder and then it's going to break down. A and E heating and cooling 79 bucks. Get that done every year. You got to get the AC tuned up each year and the furnace tuned up each year. A and E heating and cooling. I love them so much. 616-516-8579. Blue frost IT. The number one. Managed IT service provider in all of West Michigan. They're pretty um, buttoned up about that. So I like talking about it. I, I I talk about it because they won't. But all the other IT companies in town voted. You can, And you can't vote for yourself. This is at the big IT symposium they have each year. A bunch of nerds. And they voted Blue Frost IT number one. Now, if your company already has tech support, that's fine. That's fine. Eventually, you're going to need new hardware, software, licensing. Uh, They are the number one resource for that. They get it cheaper. You will pay less. You need more info, reach out to Alan from Blue Frost IT. 616-285-50. Online at bluefrostit.com. Hands and website. The best of rolls on. This is a segment about... In the middle of the night, I caused a freak out for our beloved queen of the forest. Enjoy. Daisy snoring. All right. Problem in the middle of the night last night. I told myself when this happened, don't say anything. Don't say anything. It's the middle of the night. She's sound asleep. Well, she kind of was. Uh... Don't, don't address this. There was a voice in my head saying, ignore it. Do not bring this up to her right now. This is a terrible idea if you do this. And, uh, did I listen to that voice? No, not a bit. This is horrible. I cannot believe that this happened. And, and I can't believe that it just popped into my brain. So Diana has been having a horrible time with her right shoulder. I've detailed this. She can't even do anything. I mean, like the arm only... It, 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 the uh, range of motion is is very limited. And it is incredible pain if she even gets close to the end of that range of motion. Okay? And uh, it's it reminds us of something that happened years ago. That frozen shoulder, which I've detailed before. It, for some reason, the thing just stops working. And they... Um, it the body produces a uh, a large amount of like scar tissue and uh, limits the mobility because it's all in there. They have to go in and do a forced manipulation of it, which sounds insane. Um, they they knock you out and then they go, and uh, then your your shoulder makes a noise similar to what that uh, MMA fighter uh, probably made the other night when he when he kicked the dude. Um, and then they send you on your way and you start rehab and they bust up all the scar tissue. The joint itself can move. It's not damaged. It just has scar tissue. That's, and it's just really, really wonky. So they don't know for sure the problem here. So, uh, first they tried rehab that didn't work. And it, it always drives me crazy. I'm like, why don't you just do an MRI pay for uh, Have insurance pay for the MRI Oh, no, no. We'd like to try this first. And it's ah, great. So that didn't work. Um, then they did the MRI, and uh, this is through an orthopedic. And um, today is the day that Diana finds out what they found in the MRI. They will find out today if it is frozen shoulder, and they even brought up, and I've mentioned this before, that it could be arthritis. And if that is the case, the shoulder shot—you, I mean—what uh, w- happens there is, you know, how, like it's like a ball your shoulder joint and, uh, and it, it fits into like a socket. Okay. And it kind of rotates uh, rotates around in there. Well, on the end of the bone on the ball, there is this, uh, um, fibrous, uh, meniscus material. Okay. And, uh, and that's so that it, it operates smoothly and then, but arthritis that all like gets destroyed and, uh, pocked. It looks like the surface of the moon. Okay and it's, it's really rough, and then that's where it like clicks and pops and cracks, and it's painful, and it uh, continues to deteriorate until one day it's bone-touching bone, and that's a bummer. So if it's arthritis, they, uh, dist- they get rid of the shoulder and put a fake one in there. So, you know, we're hoping that that is not the case, and we're hoping it's just the frozen shoulder. But last night... I had a thought and it, I cannot believe it's taken me this long to think about it. And I got scared. I got scared that Diana has cancer. You're like, wait, what? Now, stay with me here. Diana at, uh, I, I hate to announce her age, but, um, she is 54. And, um, yeah, I know. She, she robbed the cradle. She was an, ab- she was an old, she was like uh, 22 years old, and I was a freshman in college. And she- the next thing I know, she's sitting on my face. And it was horrible. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I-, I feel bad about that. I-, I just had a notion that Jackie is going to hear this, my daughter. And that's, uh, Jackie, pretend, don't ever bring up that you heard that stupid joke. Um, so she used to buy beer for me, and, uh, and she was much older than me well freshman eric in college is just trying to find his way um but the reason why i bring this up is because when diana's mother was in her late 50s like 57 58 she had uh oh, hey the my knee hurts my knee hurts oh my god and so uh she goes to the doc and doc says oh yeah it's just, it's a, it's a you know sprain or whatever and then she I don't know, it, it, it feels really strange to me. No, no, that's what it is. So this goes on and on for weeks and weeks. He sends her to rehab, and, and then uh, uh, as, as time passes, she goes to the rehab place, and the, the guy who's doing the rehab, he goes, um, just by touching your knee, there's something structurally different than what I can tell. She goes, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I feel something there. And it's just by his, he's just touching it with his hands. Something is wrong. There is something here that needs to be looked at by a doctor. So she goes back to the doc and he goes, nope, it's nothing. It's nothing. Uh, takes an x-ray. It reveals nothing. Uh, she goes back to the, the uh, rehab place and he's like, no, this, this, I, I demand something further happen if you want. I'll... So there's a dialogue between the rehab guy and the doctor and the doctor goes you're crazy yeah well, yeah like i'm gonna take this shit from a stupid guy who's supposed to teach you exercises and he's like a real arrogant doctor i'll never forget it and so finally we bitched enough and this doctor said okay fine you can we'll, well i'll let you i'll refer you to get an mri well we got the mri and it's cancer a enormous, you know, like when you were a kid, you got one of those soft those little, those little tiny souvenir footballs. That's what they describe the the uh, plastic. That's what they just de- uh, said. They described the size of the tumor uh, in her leg, and it was a a rapidly growing tumor called a soft tissue sarcoma in the joint. And um, it uh, since it was detected so late, it was it had uh, really wrapped itself around the sciatic nerve in the back of the leg there. And uh, so that that destroyed the use of the leg and they couldn't really get it all because it was really it's, it was almost like a root system. It was horrible. So then they do uh, all sorts of uh, radiation and chemotherapy. And uh, then it had, of course, metastasized in her lungs. was an awful, awful thing. It killed her. We uh we even looked into suing the son of a bitch and uh you know how like the 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 docs don't ever like uh, testify against other docs uh it, it was ugly nothing ever came of it so that was that so this all popped into my brain last night that and I had the now it's probably not in fact I'm ninety nine percent sure I'm ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure it's not because. It has all the symptoms of frozen shoulder. But in my head, I convinced myself this problem. Okay, so you can imagine. Now, it's one thing if I think it. But at 2 in the morning, I'm like, hmm. Don't say anything. Just keep your mouth shut. The doctor's appointment is today. It's not like it's going to do any good if you bring this up right now. So just be quiet. But I'm like, and i'm like flip flopping in the bed and i'm anxious and she's like what are you doing i'm like oh nothing nothing yeah just getting ready to fall right back asleep no big deal oh okay i'm rolling tossing and turning like 5 minutes turns to 15 minutes turns a half an hour i'm like oh, shit oh my god and the mind is such a uh god why, did, why why do our brains do this to us why do they do they try it's like there's a Something in there that just wants to ruin your day or night. And it's like, hey, asshole. Yeah. It's me again. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, my God. She's got so much cancer, it's unbelievable. No, no, she doesn't. Stop it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, you know it. And it's all your fault. Mine. First of all, she doesn't. How do you know? Yeah, fuck you. Look, it's everywhere, and it's all your fault because you didn't think of it before. Way to go, asshole. You fucked everything up again. You're such an asshole. No wonder why no one wants to work with you. You're either pissing them off or giving them cancer. This is your fault. She doesn't have cancer. Yeah, so you say. We're going to find out soon enough, and then I'm going to rub your nose in cancer shit asshole fuck you sleep good so i'm like fuck i go honey and i brought it up i said hey uh so i'm, I'm worried why about your shoulder yeah it's fine Yeah, i don't know what do you mean yeah uh what if it's what your your uh mom had the soft tissue sarcoma in the knee joint what it's just manifested in your shoulder Have you have you thought of that? I'm having this discussion at two thirty in the morning. Well, no, I hadn't thought about it, and she she said all the things that I didn't want to hear, and I don't know where I thought that would go. I mean, what what did I what did I expect would happen? Oh, that's good news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's no problem. Yeah. And so all I the only reason why I brought it up is because I wanted her to say to me, "Oh no, you're silly." But she didn't do that at all. She goes, "Well, I hadn't thought of that." But now I, and so now she's a fucking wake. Hello. Hi, honey. It's me. Hi. Yeah, I'm doing the podcast.
2: Yeah, I know. What are you doing besides the podcast? Why are you calling me?
1: Well, I was just sharing a story with the audience. Oh, yeah. What do you think it's about? Uh,
2: you scaring me last night, or worrying me last night?
1: That one? Yeah. Uh. So, I'm still slightly worried. Uh, and and are you still worried, or are you not worried at all about what I did?
2: <laughs> no, I'm. Well, no, I'm not worried. But you <laughs> kind of worried me when you sh- were stupid last night. What?
1: I don't know what I expected to happen. I don't know why I did that. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad about that. I mean, it's not, for some reason, I thought that if I brought it up to you, you would just say, ah, no, you're an idiot. Go back to bed. <laughs> I, that's, what, yeah. that's what I was hoping you would say. That's why yeah, I did that.
2: You know, I'm not like that. I get worried easy. Oh, my God.
1: So it's not, right? I mean, you're okay? Yeah,
2: I'm fine now.
1: No, I mean, it's not cancer, is it?
2: No. Had it.
1: It's just a show because, well, you know, if they would have seen something, they would have called you right away, right? Or unless they... I I
2: would assume they would. I don't know. Oh, my God. I'm still really worried about this. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Stop. Okay. All right. So...
2: You're being stupid.
1: Yeah. So everything, uh, what time is the appointment? Like 11 o'clock, 1130, you said? Yeah, 11.20. Okay. All right, well, I should probably go to that.
2: No, you don't need to go. I can well, just tell you what it what
1: it. No, what no, said. no. What time is it at?
2: No, you can't go because Jackie's going, and you can't have more than two people. Well, then
1: I'll wait in the waiting room. No, you're
2: not going. No,
1: I am too going.
2: <laughs> no, you're not. I'm absolutely There's going. no reason for you to go. I can just call you on the way home
1: bullshit it's a free country what if it that uh, there's something really terrible that's happened i can't no way no way no i'm i'm going to uh, uh, there's there's no way i can't do this you can't oh and wh- well why God. why the hell is jackie going
2: cuz i told you why she's going because she wants to try and make a sale
1: oh okay so yeah yeah um that's going to be weird
2: <laughs> yeah
1: um okay Well, I'll talk to you more about this when I get done. This is, this is it. I I cannot believe that that all happened. I got into my own head. Could, could you sense that something was wrong? I mean, how did it go on your end?
2: Well, I was kind of asleep and then you kind of got agitated with me because I was kind of restless. And I said, well, I can't help it. My shoulder hurts all the time. I can't, I can't get comfortable. And then you're like, well, what if it's, it's not something bad, is it like, your mom like, first of all it was my mom's leg not her
1: shoulder i know but i thought soft tissue cell sarcoma can uh start in any it's similar tissue in the mm. shoulder joint that's why i had that problem yeah can you imagine if they hack off have to hack off your arm at the shoulder and you go through life like captain hook that
2: would be bad because i'm right-handed have to learn how to write left-handed and do everything left-handed although lately i have been doing most things left-handed except to write because it hurts you'd be like my pal
1: uh marathoner henry hoffman in grand rapids he runs around with one arm he runs in a circle he runs in a circle yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay all right that's it i i'm sorry i bothered you
2: that's okay did you hear Daisy? She decided to stay down here with me. No, I can, now hear, I can hear
1: her snoring. I can hear her snoring.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. What's, okay. What's Kevy doing? Watching
2: the
1: news. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I love you. All right. I'll okay. see you soon. Okay. You. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I haven't even dared look at the comments yet. They're all going to say, you asshole. Way to go. Stupid idiot. Oh, man. Tyler says she's bringing Jackie because she knows she's more level-headed than Eric. That's true. Adam says, uh, answering the question of what's Kevi doing, Adam wrote, having breakfast, hams and eggs. No, 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 no. He does not, uh, he doesn't drink the hams till nighttime. About 7 o'clock. That's when he pounds the hams. Um, Jason Schaefer is a is a is such a slob. He wrote, "Bet it's arthritis from repetitive motion." Uh all right. Uh, Stevie says you're gonna make her a duct tape brace for her shoulder. In case you don't know, uh, yesterday I made a duct tape brace, a prototype medical device for my hand it worked flawlessly and uh it you guys make fun of me but i'm telling you that thing worked awesome all right pause on the best of to tell you about mario flores and the mario flores lakeshore team of van Dyke mortgage redefining the uh, mortgage service industry honestly any person who does a mortgage can probably get you into, into a mortgage But there's so much service that's involved. You want to make sure that you get exactly what you're paying for. Gone are the days when so-and-so mortgage guy uh, gets you to sign on the dotted line and then he's done dealing with you. No, no, no. Mario has upped the game on that. And that's why he's made such a magnificent mark in this industry. His service that he provides the consumer to make sure that they have everything at their disposal and that they understand everything clearly. You know, the first time home buyer, that's tough. You're it's very stressful. You you, you don't know what the hell's going on. You don't know what a, a PMI is from a from a, a, a BMI, for God's sake. Uh all the questions are answered and all the concerns are taken care of reach out to Mario NMLS number 3035 His number is numbers 231-332-6505. Please mention your old pal, Eric Zane, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke mortgage. Okay. As you know, I've got a place that fixes the cars, the fleet of vehicles, Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. Okay. Servicing all makes and models. This is quite a simple process. You can drop it off early. And then, you know, there's dialogue via email and phone conversations. You don't even need to see anybody. Send you the bill. You can pay it online. Pick up the car after hours with the keys in the lockbox. If you need, you can borrow a loaner car. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Google Reviews, amazing. Uh, I think it's a 4.85 average on the Google Reviews. Absolutely awesome. 616-616. 532-6600, Irvines.com, E-R-Vines. All right. The best of rolls on. There was a great brawl that took place in the Minneapolis airport a little under a year ago. And, of course, that's one of the things I love to do, breaking down brawls that get caught on social media and so we can all see them and enjoy them. Okay, enjoy. I think in this one, someone was hitting somebody with a toilet seat or something like that. All right, enjoy. What we're talking about is, um, looks like a, uh, a big-ass hockey fight in one of the terminals of the Miami International Airport. And uh, there's a lot of things about this brawl that I need to talk about before I actually get into it. Okay, Um, first of all, it's the level of calm by the spectators that are watching this fight. So there is a lady seated right here. She is you can't really see um, uh, much in this still image, but to her right, right where this uh, lady in the black is or dude in the black uh, uh, pants and top is there's a fight going on. And to her left, there's also a fight out of the frame. You will see it all. But it's like a line brawl at a hockey game. And she's just sitting there videoing. And all these people in the background, you can just see their grainy shapes. They're all shooting video too. And of course, from the perspective of the camera that we're actually getting the video on, that person is shooting video. And not one person in there is interested in any way and actually stopping, uh, uh, stopping this, this fight. Okay. And, uh, it's just, wow. It is, um, it's the type of fight that happens when, um, you know, like sometimes you'll see a fight where one person is, is getting pounded and like two or three are like stomping the guy with their feet because they're actually in this fight, you see guys, um, Uh, There was a classic fight back in the day when Muhammad Ali fought um, uh, Joe Foreman called the Rumble in the Jungle, and um, Ali just leaned against the ropes and covered up his head, and George Foreman at one point was so tired, his punches were just like really – he was exhausted. He could barely lift his arms. He was so pooped, and the punches weren't even hurting Ali because he was just gassed. OK, his heart and lungs were shit and he just uh. and so Ali let him get so exhausted. And then in one 10 second span, he he was completely refreshed. Ali, he whipped around through a hard, straight jab and then finished him with a cross. And then George Foreman was down. Was like, All these guys in this fight are they've thrown so many punches on these recipients of the punches that they're actually getting tired. OK, and then they get so tired that they just start kicking whoever this victim is. There's two there's two fights going on. It's like a line brawl in hockey. So. All right. Uh, so I know if you're just listening to the audio podcast, it's going to be a little tough. So I'll do my best to kind of paint a visual picture for you. Um, but um, if, if you do kind of lose your way. Just know that in the comments of this podcast and on my social media, I will uh, uh, post this so you can see it. It's really spectacular. All right? So here you go. Okay, now here you go. You got uh, red shirt, black shirt, taking on blue shirt here. Okay? So that's happening. And then here... You got these are all travelers at the airport. White shirt and look at this. They're stomping over here and then I love the camera work. The camera pans right and left. Uh maybe next time hold hold your phone the other direction to get them both in the frame. But uh, this guy here the pants are down past the ass. So these two are going at it and then these two are going at it. I don't know what the teams are in the battle. But okay, it is Look at all the punches being thrown. And then uh, no security whatsoever. No one at the kiosk, nothing. This guy in the red here is just going to town with just bludgeoning, pounding, ground and pound punches. This scenario, you got four people in this pile and just kicking in the head. And then this lady right here, if you remember this lady, she was seated, okay, as this is all going on, she's seated and calmly getting this video. Look how calm she is. This guy's walking around in the background with this tote with his bag on wheels, and then all this shit is going on. My God! And then nobody gets involved, man. Nobody. And then this lady, she's getting footage over here. Now she goes over here for a little close-up action. I also, and then this guy here in the uh, in the blue shirt, he decides he better casually walk over and maybe break this break this up. Five million views on this, by the way. And I also, uh, I, I have to, I can appreciate the lack of damage here on the fight because the only thing getting damaged are people's faces. And they're not like throwing anything. They're just, I mean, it's just the standard ground and pound stomp. Uh, you know, I mean, gone are the days when if someone goes down, the fight is over. Okay. You have to actually attempt to kill them with your feet and your fists. And that's what's happening here. You can't just knock somebody out and they go down and, you know, you dust off and then the winner takes the girl home. You've got to actually try to kill the person. All right. Um, so here you go. By the way, uh, Dirk, when he, when he said this along, he, he, look at this guy right now, it's frozen in time. This skinny dude is about to kick into the asshole of this guy right here. Uh, these are all black people in this fight. It is, I, I cannot let this go because I have to be fair here. Every single person in this fight is a black person. So Dirk wrote, which lives, ma- which lives matter? A smart ass joke about the ethnicity of that whole movement and the fact that everyone in here is a black person kicking another black person's ass. We We can't ignore that. That has to be brought up because it is, in fact, true. So, all right, I, I, I don't think that has anything to do with it. To me, these are just two or four pissed-off factions beating the shit out of each other. I wonder if these are two separate incidents that they don't even know. It just happened. They just happen to break out at the same time. So, there you go. Look at the kicks. Now, this little skinny fucker right here, there is no way that this guy can do any damage here whatsoever. And I can't even tell if these are men or women. I have no idea. I see long hair, skinny legs, thigh gap. I have no clue. Uh, this guy is is reaching back to throw a punch, but I, you know, it, it's not. It's a it's a piss poor punch. Look at this guy in the black with the gray pants. He's exhausted. He has to walk away. This dude to stomp. He get he walks away, and then this guy. Look at this guy picks up his bag and he just starts to leave. So does the other guy. They're gonna go get on the plane. They're gonna get the fuck out of here. And then here comes like baggage claim guy and some other dude, and then meanwhile the guys who just picked up their bags are going to go board the plane. They walk into another hornet's nest, and then it it uh, it's going to start all over again. They're they're helping this guy. Now look at this. Here you go again. These guys are going at it again. <clears throat> Incredible. And look at it. Here comes the dude with the white sweat sweatpants. He's uh, It's round number two. And then dude in denim shirt, he's like, come on, man, let's go. It's over. It's over. And then baggage claim dude is like, all right, all right. He's the only white guy for miles. These guys are, and then the denim shirt guy hugs white sweatpants. Uh, and look, she looks back, the lady shooting the video, she looks back like, are you getting all this? Are you getting all this? This was incredible. Oh, my God. I, I really congratulate. Uh, the, uh, heads up, uh, the heads up of the people shooting the video. And by the way, the name of this store in the background here is urban decay. What? The store is urban decay. While all of these sweet black people are beating the shit out of each other. Oh my God. Right in the terminal of the Miami airport. I am. This is a great, great day that we have such incredible ability to shoot this stuff for the world to enjoy. And then I like how they just pick up their bags and, all right, let's go get on the plane. My God. And I I guess the question is, how is it that for a minute and a half, there is no security or a cop? I mean, nowadays, if you're a black person driving down the street, and if you change change lanes without using your blinker, you're going to get shot in the face by 15 cops but if there's a fucking fight in the terminal at the airport there's not a cop for miles what the fuck is going on here how the how can that even be holy crap Woo. all right the best of the eric Saint Show podcast quick time out to mention bosco's pub is where you go in hudsonville michigan on chicago drive part of terra square to try the greatest burgers that have ever been made on the planet. I keep running into people who, oh, I took you up on that. I went. I tried this burger or that burger. I tried a Luigi. I know a guy named Josh who works over at Johnson's Carpet One uh, Discount Outlet. Now, Josh is one of these people that lost a ton of weight, but he still he still occasionally goes to the dark side and eats like an absolute beast. He described his adventure at going to Bosco's pub to me and he got a Luigi. It was a Luigi with fries. He ended up not eating the fries because when he was done with the Luigi, he was like, I can't eat anymore. I got to stop. It's a burger with friggin' mozzarella sticks on it (laughs) and pepperoni and marinara. (laughs) It's stacked super high. You got to cut it in half and then kind of smash it. And then when you're holding it, do not put it down. It will explode. Try it. Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan. Bring the family. Get a damn Luigi. Mention my name, please. (laughs) Daisy's snoring so loud right now. you got to be able to hear that, right? Okay, my friends at My Policy Shop Insurance, that's Frank Fuss, man. His website is buyinsurancehere.com. He's a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. He knows everything there is to know about insurance and doing bicep curls. His number is 616-914-4070. Reach out to him so that you can get medical insurance. Uh, You get your medical insurance the same way I get my medical insurance. If you're like uh, self-employed or you're in between jobs, uh, okay or maybe your employer doesn't offer insurance you still need coverage you can get it oh i don't have any money that's not the way it works these days man healthcare.gov makes that a possibility for people like you and me so before you tackle all of that which can be daunting reach out to frank he's free it doesn't cost anything to do this get his ex he gets paid by the insurance companies his expertise will help you uh, buyinsurancehere.com, set up an appointment there, or you can call or text him, and he'll send you a link so you can set up the appointment. It can be either phone call, Zoom, in person, whatever, at a Ignite the Right Rally, who knows? 616-914-4070. All right. The best of rolls on. It wouldn't be a best of show if we didn't have a, a flippity-muppity leg break story to talk about in my meeting with James Gandolfini. My meeting with Gandolfini at Madison Square Garden. All part of this. The best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Speaking of college football, there was a horrible, horrible uh, entry into the Muppety flippity, Crackety Hall of Fame. We had a big one. This was spectacular. Being described as uh, one of the most gruesome of all time. Bryson Tremaine is the guy in question. It was Oregon traveling to uh, Stanford for this game, and uh, all right, let's break it down. Um, and this guy was having—he's a—he's their number one receiver for uh, for Stanford, and and I, I need to know. Uh, by the way, is it Stanford Cardinals or the Stanford Cardinal? Because this article says the Stanford Cardinals. And when John Elway played for them uh they they were referred to as the Stanford Cardinals and you know their uh jerseys are Cardinal red but I keep I don't like teams that do this that, that they're called the Stanford Cardinal or you remember uh, or like the Syracuse Orange for the longest time they were the Orangemen and then I think uh political correctness took over and changed that. All right, I don't even know who won this damn game. I don't care. All right, look at that. Wow, yikes yeah there you could it no matter how you tried to angle the camera and manipulate your own foot, there's no way you could make your foot look like that. Oh. I think we can actually see a skin breakage here. Like this is where the bone is popping out of the skin. Oh, man. This is impressive. I have an actual video of this too. You can see he's like, oh, oh, no, oh, oh, look at that. Oh, my God. It's so not moving. The joint is so sideways and distorted. It's, it's like, ah, uh, look at how sideways this guy's foot is. I will link it up. Oh boy. In the show notes of the podcast, this poor son of a bitch. Oh, uh, do not let your kids play football. Oh, uh, yikes farmer says go with the full screen all right let me let, me, let, me, let me see if I can make that happen there you go <laughs> let me back it up oh 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 I don't think it broke through the skin oh my god it's like his his leg has a new joint there and it's just not moving I cannot imagine the pain shit. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Frank, the tank fuss is here. Now you got to understand, um, as much as he knows everything about football, uh, not about football, about insurance. He just said, shut up, Eric. Football is fine. Well, yeah. I mean, I love watching it, but it just frightens me when I see he rubs some dirt on it, you dummy. When I see those types of injuries and I can just imagine if uh, if if I had a child that was badly hurt, I mean, come on. You're right. It is uh, it is fun. It's great. I love it. But fuck. Terry says, "Wait a minute. What group of people are called orange people? Yeah, they're just called the orange now because like there was women's teams. the the Let's say the Syracuse women's basketball team. They didn't like that they were being called the Orange men. And, uh, if they were called the Syracuse orange women, it just kind of didn't work. So they just changed it to the orange, you know, I guess. Oh my God. That is, uh, that was horrible. It was a horrible thing to have to see. I can't, uh, you know, I mean, if you're on the field, you just want to barf. Oh God. All right, watch a couple movies over the weekend, one of which I'm going to do a cameo about at the end of this show. Uh, Adam James slash Adams, uh, Adam Balboa. I promised him I would watch the Stallone flick Rambo Last Blood. Now, um, I, I read the reviews of this movie before I, um, I saw it, and I can't, I mean, it was so panned. I could not believe the Rotten Tomato score is very low. The audience seemed to like it, so like 80% success audience score. You know the little popcorn bucket, bucket. It said, it's "Yeah, we love it." But it, it was not fresh with the, the the green splatty splat, and just scathing, horrible reviews of this film. I will. I'll, he wants me to do a live cameo with a review of the movie. So I told him I would. I'll finish up the show with that. So it's not so much a roast on cameo, more like just a review. Whatever. That's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to pay uh, 15 bucks for. He's more than welcome to do that. I also watched the many, uh, wait a minute. What is it? I keep screwing this up. The many saints of Newark. I think I'm getting that right. It is the Sopranos prequel. So if you liked The Sopranos, this is what happened um, many years before the timeline on the show that we all fell in love with. I still will take to my grave that the uh, ending of The Sopranos, I just can't get behind it. Still love that show. But it was getting a little long in the tooth. This prequel, though... Is uh, yeah, I liked it. It is uh, this is the story of Christopher's dad, Christopher Moltisanti. Not only is, is he the main character, the guy who plays Christopher's dad, uh, Nicky Moltisanti, but it is uh, the introduction of of Tony Soprano and all these other characters when they're much younger. Uh, Tony is a uh, a teenage kid and he kind of wants the life of a, of a mobster or a gangster, a little bit of a Bronx tale going on there. And, uh, but he's not sure. And it's, so there's a little bit of a conflict there. If you like the Sopranos, I think you're going to like this film. It features a younger version. of, a lot of the characters that you fell in love with, including a young Polly Walnuts, a young Silvio, a young, uh, big pussy, which I just hate saying every time. Um, Young Janice, Tony's sister. Tony's mother is batshit crazy. You see, you learned about Tony's dad, who's an asshole. Uh, yes, I loved it. You should watch The Many Saints of Newark. Damn good. Uh, the young Tony, young Tony Soprano is played by Michael Gandolfini. Uh, James Gandolfini's actual son. Who? Uh, this is strange, man. When he died, when James Gandolfini died, he had a heart attack in a hotel, and I think France. He was uh or Italy. It, yeah, it was Italy because he was going to receive some award uh for something. I, f- I forget what. And and uh, him and his son and maybe somebody else had traveled to Italy. And then the kid who played Tony in this film at fourteen years old. Ugh, he discovered his dad uh, at, who had had a heart attack and fell down on the ground. And kids are like, holy shit. He calls uh, the front desk. And, My dad is hurt. Holy shit. And, uh, man, that is awful. Uh, so that was it. You know, he died uh, died that day awfully. Um, James Gandolfini. I ran into him. I This is a story I've told before. Uh, it was, what year was it? I would guess 2002. And it was a Bruce Springsteen concert in Madison Square Garden. I went with Jetman, Rob Fulmer. And it was weird because we had uh, seats way up high, kind of like the nosebleed seats. And um, this is a 100% true story. I've told it before, so it'll be consistent. You'll be like, holy crap. And it was a who's who of the Sopranos. And the guy who played Uncle Junior. Dominic, uh, Dominic Chianisi. He was there. And then several other cast members. And James Gandolfini was there. Also. As the lights came down. The house lights. And the show started. You see an entourage walk up the steps. And this is these are terrible seats. Way up high. And I'm surrounded by all these. You see all these different members of the show from the Sopranos. And then I swear to God, a uh, entourage walks up and it's Donald Trump. He's right there. He's probably six rows ahead. And uh, I was him. And I don't remember if anyone else was with him. I just remember. I didn't even know who Melania Trump was. I don't even know if he was with her then. I have no idea. And so it's Trump and all these security people. And, uh, He files in, he sits, he watches the show. Everybody's like, oh my God, it's Donald Trump. Uh, Near the end of the show, I remember him kind of like signaling the security guys, like, I want to leave. And then boom, just like that, he leaves before everybody else leaves because I guess he wanted to avoid the crowd. But just fucking crazy, you know? And then Jetman and I, as we're walking out, uh, I'm standing right behind Gandolfini. And total douche move. I don't know why I said this. Like, no one's going to know it's him, right? I go, hey, shake my hand or I'm going to yell that you're here. I actually said that to the guy. <laughs> and I I still regret that to this day. And he turns around he looks at me and he goes, and he puts out his hand. He shook my fucking hand. <laughs> oh, my God. That was it. That's, uh, that is my James Gandolfini story. What a douche. Not him, me all right the best of the podcast brought to you by tc paintball now with no farts june 26 paintball war number 19 the summer slaughter that's a sunday 5 p.m start i want to see you there i've got an event on facebook Uh, click if you're going or not going or interested Ah, i'm interested just go, okay. Thirty-five bucks for all of this fun. If you were to go at a TC paintball and get on the uh, paintball field, it would cost you forty-nine dollars any other day of the week. At this party, it's thirty-five bucks. If you have your own gear, that's cool. That's still a bargain. But if you don't have your gear, with that thirty-five bucks, you get the paint, you get the mask, you get the gun, and off you go. We have a pizza party before it gets started. Before we actually take the field will be outdoors playing paintball in either the village or the airball field. TC Paintball, book your own party at tcpaintballgr.com. Wednesday, two things going on, Little League and Ladies' Day. tcpaintballgr.com, thank you. The flooring, installed at the Eric St. Show podcast household, gets done. Installed by Bennett Flooring Installation. The Black Flooring Department Ambulance of Flooring will show up at your house. Who's Jacob? Who's Jacob? 616-318-0167. Reach out to uh, cousins slash lovers, Jacob and Jason. 616-318-0167. Fresh off their monkey pox diagnosis. I'm totally kidding. 616-318-0167. Have them give you an estimate and tell you how much it's going to cost to install the flooring. I recommend ripping out your old shit ahead of time on your own. It saves you a ton of cash. And then they just install it. That's what I did. I ripped out the carpeting and the pad downstairs. Then I waited two years. Then I called them finally because Diana convinced me uh, to not be a loser anymore. They measured. It's going to cost you this much to install it. I go sold. Do it. If you're in West Michigan, reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167 today. Last, but certainly not least, Full House Comedy. Coming up this week, Cretan Rich Voss is in town. Ladies, cover your drinks. He's at the listening room on Thursday. And then Friday, he's at Billy's Lounge. Dan Soder is going to be in town as well. The following week, Bobcat Goldthwait. Tickets for these and other shows at fullhousecomedy.com. My friends, that is it. The best of the Eric Zane Show podcast is in the books. Thank you for being part of it. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on Facebook, all that other shit. Thank you, folks. God bless and bye-bye.